This is Tim Staten with Tim Stating the Obvious. What is this podcast about? It's simple. You are entitled to great leadership everywhere you go, whether it's to church, whether it's to work, whether it's at your house, you are entitled to great leadership. And so in this podcast, we take leadership principles and theories and turn them into everyday relatable and usable advice. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Tim Stating the Obvious. And in the last two episodes, we have been talking about setting smarter goals as we enter into the last quarter of the new year, or the last quarter of this year, and then about grit, how to develop grit and stick with something even when the fun has worn out and you're hitting roadblock after roadblock. Grit is about how you stick with it through the good and the bad before giving up. In this episode, we're going to talk about finishing this year strong and finishing your goals that you've started. Now, I'm not saying rush to failure. If you feel for a practical reason that you need to push the goal into next year, then that's okay. I'm talking about finishing a goal that you've started this year and you know you can finish it, but you're really just procrastinating on on getting it done is what I'm talking about. So when I was thinking about this topic for this week, I'm reminded by the concepts in Scott Belke's uh, book, or Belsky's new book, um, Making Ideas Happen. And in the book, he talks about there's this project plateau. And in essence, what that is, is that we have an idea or a spark that motivates us to start an action. And in the process of that project, we get pulled into the details and the minutiae and the fun that the original spark you know, is wearing off, we tend to have another idea that comes up in the middle of that project. And then we lose interest in the project that we're currently working on because, you know, why continue to work on something that's not as fun? This new idea is more fun. This new idea is more intriguing and it's more exciting. So you kind of lose momentum on that idea. Well, I would say that the same concept can be applied to goal setting in our personal or professional lives. You know, as Belsky states, the idea, um, as Belsky states about the ideas, and in this case, we're talking about goals, they need accountability and a community where accountability can be applied. So if we're going to finish our goals, we must not live in isolation. So that's my first piece of advice on finishing our goals out this year that we have set forward. And we can't live in isolation. We, we've got to let people know what our goals are. And if you're not, you know, comfortable letting a whole bunch of people know, at least let one or two people that are close to you know, this is what I'm talking. This is what my goals are this year. This is my short-term goal or this is my long-term goal. So that they can support you through your efforts toward achieving your goals. And like when you get into the minutia and you get down about it and you're like, man, this is not fun. I really don't want to do this anymore because the the coolness of that idea that sparked that motivation and inspiration. And this is what we're talking about with grit, right? It becomes less appealing, especially if you're not seeing immediate results on that goal, you know, sharing it with one or two people that could help you through the process. One holds you accountable. It helps you hold yourself accountable and they can help, you know, encourage you towards your goals. They can point out some things that maybe you're not thinking about as you're working towards your goals to help reignite and rekindle that motivating fire that you started out on that goal to begin with. 
So don't live in isolation with your goals. The next piece of advice I would say would be to focus on your current progress. It's easy to look at all the subtasks that still need to be accomplished and then you you go, this is just too much. It's too daunting. I cannot overcome this. There's no way I'm going to be able to overcome this. Well, what I'm saying is you need to focus on your current progress and what you've done. Look for the short wins and look at what you have done so far, because that's just as important because it got you where you are currently than what you have left to be done, right? You would be surprised how much more you can accomplish off of the feeling of the initial momentum of what you have accomplished and relishing in those successes than looking at what you haven't done. So it's very important to focus on your current progress, focus on what you have done and give yourself credit for it. You know, like if if you're 50% through your goal, give yourself for being 50% through your goal. If you're 25%, give yourself credit for at least starting and being at 25%. If you're 75% through your goal, And you have some really big steps left to do on your goal. And you're like, man, I just don't know if I can, I can finish this. Then I would say, look at what you have done. And then that'll help push that momentum forward and get you to where you need to go to complete that goal this year. And the next thing I would say is don't expect perfection, right? Don't expect to be perfect. Don't expect for your goal to work out right away especially if this is a habit changing goal, right? So if you have a habit changing goal of where you're like, you know what, I want to read five minutes every day and I'm going to do that no matter what. And you make it a habit, right? And you keep track of, of a tally of every single day you get up. And, you know, they say in order to make something a habit, you have to do it for at least 75 days straight in order for it to become a habit. And then I will say in order to maintain that to be a habit, you continuously have to track it until you no longer have to think about it. It becomes second nature because then it is truly is a habit. For example, someone who is probably a smoker, right? It's a habit, but you don't have to remind them on when to smoke, right? They just go out and they go smoke. And I'm not saying this is a good, the good thing or a bad thing. I'm just saying it as we talk about habits. Somebody who, you know, habitually goes to the gym as a habit, you don't have to tell them to go to the gym. They just go to the gym and it just becomes second part of who they are and what they do for that day. Or someone who is an avid reader, they will find time throughout the day. It just becomes habit, right? They just don't think about it. They just find the time and they do it it's because it's something that they developed a habit on. So in order to develop something into a habit, you have to do it for at least 75 days. And then you have to continually track it and reinforce it until you no longer have to think about it. Don't expect to be perfect on, on on your goal. You're going to have to work on it. You're going to have to provide dedicated effort and time into it, especially if you're learning a new skill or a new trade or you're working on something new to better your to better yourself. You you're going you're going to fail and it's going to be messy and it's not going to be good at first. And you're going to have setbacks, but that's okay. You take each micro setback and view that as many steps towards or many steps forward towards the right direction. And it's going to be messy and that's okay. You know, that's why it's a goal. It's something that you're striving towards. It's something that you're learning about. It's a journey as you go through it and you achieve that goal, right? And some goals are many subset of bigger goals, which we'll get into later. But, you know, it's okay 
not to be perfect in your goals and just continue on with that. Just continue striving to get better every single day and to do what you can at making your goals. And if it doesn't turn out to be perfect, that's fine. If it turns out close, you're still better than where you were before. So I wouldn't worry about it. And this goes into the next point where it's okay to make changes along the way to your goals. And what do I mean by that? As long as they enhance your end objective and it doesn't cheapen it or you cheat yourself, I really encourage you to reevaluate your goal along the way to make sure that it's in line with your core values and make sure it's still in line with the things that you really want to achieve. You know, don't be afraid to take a look at it and go, you know what? I'm really not going to meet the timetable that I set to accomplish this. This new skill set that I'm working on is really taking me a lot longer than I thought it would in order to really understand and grasp it. So I'm going to have to push the timeline out just because I'm not where I want to be with making this goal as good as it can be. And I think that's really okay. And don't be afraid to take a realistic look at it and talk to your friends about it. Talk to someone who's close to you or a mentor that you really think uh, and value uh, their opinion, you know, your significant other. Say, hey, you know, I really had this goal. I really wanted to get done by this date, but I'm really struggling with these areas. What do you think? Do you think I should push it out? You know, do you think I should still continue on even though I'm not where I want to be with it? And, And get their feedback. That goes back into not living into isolation and focusing on your progress and not expecting perfection and knowing that it's gonna be issues. You're gonna hit roadblocks and it's okay to make changes. And that's why we're at the it's okay to make changes uh, portion of it, because as long as it doesn't cheapen you or yourself or doesn't, you know, cheapen your end result of your objective, it's okay to take a realistic look and say, hey, you know, I'm not really where I need to be or, hey, you know, I am where I need to be, but I need to I need to move it up, you know, ahead of time. I don't need to take a step back. I need to actually decrease of the time frame that I thought I was going to take to achieve this goal because I'm actually further ahead than I thought. Those things are good too. And then lastly, you need to learn from other people that have similar goals to yours. What did they do that worked well and what did not work well for them? Just because it didn't work well for them doesn't mean it can't work for you. It might not work for you. Uh, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't go off of saying that it, you know, just because it didn't work for somebody else definitely won't work for you. I'm saying If it didn't work for somebody else, find out why it didn't work for them and then kind of go into, okay, well, what can I take from that? What can I learn from that to help boost me in my goal setting endeavors, right? So just take a look at that. And then the more you can learn from others, the more you'll be able to track and anticipate when potential issues and setbacks may come about because other people will, will have hit setbacks, they'll have shared when they hit setbacks and what setbacks they had, and you may not have even thought of them. And then you can kind of take a look at your own plan and your own goals and go, okay, you know what? I can see that being a problem for me. So this is how I'm going to incorporate it not being a problem. So as we're in the last month of the year and you're you're looking at things and you're like, you know, I'm really close to completing my goal, but I'm not quite sure on how to finish it. Um, you know, why don't you talk to some other people or do some research on who else had similar goals to what you did? Where did they hit setbacks? How did they overcome them? And that way you might see something. You'd be like, you know what? I didn't think about that. Now I can finish my goal because believe it or not, you still have plenty of time this year to accomplish everything that you set out you wanted to do. Now, that may not be to the standard you want it to be or to the level of quality that you want it to be, but you can still complete it. So I would say, you know, take a hard look at those goals. And now that we just went over those tidbits of info, are you on track to achieving your goals that you set out 
for yourself this year. You know, we talked about it. It's not too late to complete your goals that you had set out and that you wanted to complete by the end of the year. Or it's not too late to assess, like, you know what? Maybe I need to move a couple of these goals into January and February because I could potentially get them done in December, right? Let's say we could get them done in December. But you want to start off the new year with with good wins right off the bat to help propel you into bigger wins for the for the following year, for the following months to come. So you end on a good note with some good wins. You start off the new year of 2022 with some good wins in January and February. And then that will help keep that momentum and keep that grit and keep that, you know, resiliency of working towards your long-term goals that will keep you pushing in the right direction. So that might be another option for you of as you know, as we're reaching the end of the year, you're not going to say, well, I failed to achieve that goal. You're going to say, you know what? I'm going to realistically reassess it and strategically put it at the right time where I think it's going to help boost me mentally and physically and spiritually into a better mindset. So that way I can be better next year. So that way I can start the year off with some good wins. Because I'll be honest with you, we don't know what next year has to hold (laughs) into in their, you know, their, their pocket. We don't know what comes up. We don't know what's going to happen. Start off with wins early. That way, you know, you've, you've made that conscious choice to not rush to failure or rush to a semi-adequate goal. You've postponed it so where you could really complete it and get the satisfaction out of it and start off with big wins uh, next year. So I'd like to say that if, if you did get some value out of this episode, please subscribe to this podcast and hit the notification icon so you can get alerts when we go do live episodes or when we put out a new episode. We do do some live shows. Mainly, we post uh, bi-weekly. If you're listening to this on Podbean or YouTube, please hit that like button as well to help spread the word to others. Lastly, if you could share this podcast with one or two other people who you think could benefit from hearing it or would just like or you think might just like the show i would appreciate it if you did that this show is about you and generating a conversation to drive workplaces to be better environments and better work environments uh, for ourselves and how we can better ourselves each and every day so comment and leave a message on how your goals and your progresses towards your goals are going this year and how it went what went well for you what didn't go so well and what do you think you're going to do better next year i'm glad that you enjoyed this episode and come back for another one where we will be discussing how to prepare our goals for 2022 in advance so we aren't making new year's resolutions but making achievable and actionable goals going into the new year. Look forward to seeing you then. I'm Tim Staten, stating the obvious.